And so finally we hear from the Wicked Witch of the West Side. Uh, well, that's what some people call her. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here she is. Or so they say she is a she. Who really knows what she's up to or what she's doing? Uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton basically uh, today, uh, Thursday in New York City, spoke out about her, uh, you know, uh, being uh, dragged into this controversy and uh, her alleged actions involving uh, the uh, 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 spying on Donald Trump during the 2016 campaign, uh, her involvement with that and other things. Uh, of course, denying everything as usual. That's her typical stand. Deny, deny, deny until you die. That's their basic Clinton-esque expression. Uh, remember, Bill taught that to Monica. I guess he learned it from Hillary. Uh, well, she seems to be the one with the balls in the bunch, uh, or so they say, or ever since she was a, uh, an intern during the Watergate era, um, she uh, was, was rumored to be the one who had, you know, the... the uh, uh, most gumption to be there. In fact, for many years, it's been rumored that she actually somehow had something to do with the whole deep throat thing and uh, that there is something poetic about that whole deep throat thing and uh, that uh, uh, there, there are reasons why uh, she was, she was uh, rumored to be somehow related to the whole Watergate thing because she did work on the... Um, as a as a young attorney, she did work with the committee to investigate the president and and the prosecution against President Nixon back in the day. And so to this day, they were saying that could it have been, you know, could uh, the the two dudes who who you know wrote the uh, uh, Watergate papers and all that about the break in, the expose, and everything, could they have actually just covered up the fact? Uh, this whole time, the person who was behind it all was actually Hillary. Did you think about that? Could that be possible? Well, a lot of people also say no. She was relatively uh, a low-level functionary at the time and didn't really have much say or, or activities with the Watergate Committee other than being a researcher who got coffee and, uh, you know, blew off the problems of the men on the committee reject the big lie about the 2020 election and the cover-up of the insurrection of last January 6th. Yeah, that's what she's saying, that this is all cover-up for the uh, insurrection that took place, uh, as they call it, uh, actually the riots and protests against uh, the big steel. You know. And we can't get distracted, whether it's by the latest culture war nonsense or some new right-wing lie on Fox or Facebook. By the way, they've been coming after me again lately, in case you might have noticed. Well, the Wicked Witch is back. It's funny, the more trouble Trump gets into, the wilder the charges and conspiracy theories about me seem. Uh, you know, that's not really true. It's always her, it's always her, but that's not always the case. Even Monica used to say, even when she was doing the job, it would always be about Hillary. Mm. This is what the crowd reaction, though, was outside of the hall where she was. Yeah. 
yeah, they're they're calling her a murderer and killery, uh, basically, as she walks into this hall where she's giving a speech. Yeah, that was at the Harvard Club. So basically, people are saying, you know, lock her up, put it out, enough is enough, and get this thing over with. That's it for me for now. Back more in a bit. Yo. We're back with the Fox News Alert. A new report from special counsel John Durham coming out late last night claiming Clinton campaign lawyers paid a tech company to infiltrate Trump servers to fabricate a connection between Trump and Russia. Former acting attorney general under President Trump, Matt Whitaker, is here to react. Matt, you've seen this report. Uh, for our viewers, this might be new for a lot of people. What, are we, what do we learn here? Well, it's beyond outrageous. And good morning, Pete. I'm good glad morning. to be with you. What we've learned is that there were spying operations going on, both to the Trump campaign and its Trump Tower headquarters. And then when President Trump became president, they continued to spy on him at the executive office of president. And the question it raises for me, Pete, is why was the federal government not defensively briefing President Trump and his team and the campaign as to this domestic spying operation that was being conducted by the Clinton campaign? And the reason is it appears that they were complicit in wanting that information, wanting that uh, the link between Trump and the Russia uh, government, and that just does not exist, and it never did exist. And so this Durham investigation is so important to reveal how much of a hoax this truly was. So, Matt, you're right. The, the, this latest uh, revelation from Durham names tech executive number one, law firm number one, uh, tech firm. No, you, don't, you don't get names. But what you're saying is it couldn't have just been one tech firm and one tech exec and one law firm people inside the government would have had to known this as well. Yeah, if you think, really think about it, how protected government servers are and should be, there are certainly government agencies monitoring this traffic um, to make sure that it's not compromised, that it's not being routed through other people like the, this university and like this private internet company. But it was, and it was being, not only was it being... Uh, reviewed on an ongoing and regular basis, but it was being used to ultimately try to create a, you know, a, let's call it a dossier, for lack of a better term, but, mm -hmm. but, a, but a, a document that, that, that was going to be used against President Trump and, or candidate Trump. It's, it's, I mean, again, it, it is beyond outrageous uh, what, what happened here. And the fact that the left doesn't seem concerned uh, that this is what was happening, I think shows you how much um, they wanted to take President Trump down. Well, we'll get to see that today. As we pointed out at the beginning of the show, entire movies, uh, books written about Watergate and the Washington Post involvement in digging. Does the Washington Post cover this? Does CNN cover this? What, is there any interest by any of the legacy media to get to the truth of the fact that a duly elected U.S. president was spied on Spied on. That's a that 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 that's an intentional term by a political candidate yeah. and other levels of government. Yeah, and that is exactly what it is. And remember, uh, the attorney general at the time said that 
Trump had been spied on and everybody dismissed that as uh, hyperbole. That is exactly what happened here. We can we have to make sure it never happens again. But it is also extraordinary how successful President Trump was and how he mm -hmm. fought through all of this to ultimately make a significant consequence in the, you know, the, the arc of American history to the positive. And ironically, now we're talking about a potential Russian offensive because of an actual weak U.S. president. Uh, amazing. Uh, Matt Whitaker, thank you so much for, for breaking this down for us. Great to see you this morning, Great Pete. to see you. Well, we most definitely need a bit of populism tonight as we see the corruption and the lies of the establishment metastasize on multiple fronts. We've got it all covered tonight. The truckers convoy, Biden's Russia war games, and of course, the bombshell that landed on the Democrats and their media servants overnight. New charging information from the Russia hoax special counsel, John Durham. After all those years of sanctimonious lectures about Russian hacking and election interference and undermining our democracy, it turns out it wasn't Russia, Russia, Russia. It was Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. They were the ones who did the hacking. It was the Clinton campaign, including the present national security advisor and the man now leading Democrats' election integrity efforts who illegally meddled in an election. It was you, Hillary Clinton, and you, Jake Sullivan, and you, Mark Elias, who undermined our democracy. Can you believe these people? Just listen to how they talk. His final target is democracy itself. One of the things that we were trying to explain to the press was this isn't just about hacking and leaking emails. This is about a larger information effort by the Russians. You have a president who, rather than reassuring the American public in American democracy is trashing American democracy. Every day he's trashing American democracy. But now we know, thanks to these documents, the factual background attached to a motion filed by special counsel John Durham as part of his indictment against former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, that the Clinton campaign paid a tech firm to, quote, mine internet data to establish an inference, a narrative, tying then-candidate Trump to Russia. In Durham's words, this included, quote, non-public and or proprietary internet data. What does mining non-public and proprietary data mean? It means hacking. It means spying. And look at their targets, according to Durham. Quote, internet traffic pertaining to, one, a particular healthcare provider, two, Trump Tower, three, Donald Trump Central Park West apartment building, and four, the executive office of the President of the United States. Yes, you heard that right. They hacked not just Trump Tower, but the White House after Trump became president. They hacked the White House. These people who pose as defenders of democracy. How is that even possible that the Clinton campaign hacked the White House? Well, because they're part of the establishment. They hired a firm that already had a top-secret contract with the White House. Here's Durham describing the person the Clinton campaign paid to do their hacking. He had come to access and maintain dedicated servers for the executive office of the president as part of a sensitive arrangement whereby it provided domain name system resolution services. He and his associates exploited this arrangement by mining the executive office of the president's DNS traffic and other data for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump, the president. Just let all that sink in for a moment. There's a tech firm that maintains the internet service supporting the president of the United States. The guy who's the current national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, who just lost the election with Hillary, 
gets his campaign lawyer, Mark Elias, to hire that tech firm with the White House contract to hack into the White House to try and dig up dirt on the sitting president in an effort to show that the 2016 election was stolen by Russia. And that same guy, Jake Sullivan, is now running around hyping up war with Russia. How can we believe a word he says? Look at what he said in October 2016 when he was working for Hillary Clinton. This could be the most direct link yet between Donald Trump and Moscow. It raises even more troubling questions in light of Russia's masterminding of hacking efforts that are clearly intended to hurt Hillary Clinton's campaign. Oh, troubling questions about Russia's masterminding of hacking efforts to hurt the Clinton campaign. He burbled when at that exact moment he himself was masterminding hacking efforts to hurt the Trump campaign by making up stuff about Russia. The utter shamelessness of it is just staggering. And now he's out there just this Friday going on about how Russia is going to invade Ukraine on Wednesday. Who knows where this will end up legally for Jake Sullivan, but there is no question, none at all, that he should immediately step down as national security advisor. And then look at his boss, Hillary. She's now plotting another White House run because it went so well the first time. Look at what she said about all this back in October 2016. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank. Oh, apparently, apparently computer scientists uncovered. My God, have you ever heard such dishonest, disingenuous poppycock? You hired the computer scientists, you lying wretch. You hired them to make it all up. You spied on your rival. Then when you lost, you hacked the White House to try and prove your big lie that the 2016 election was stolen by Russia. You made it all up. So then you could run around for years saying this. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. And then you got all your Democrat cronies to spout your big lie. He lost the election. And he was put into office because the Russians interfered. So do you believe President Trump is an illegitimate president? <laughs> Based on what I just said, which I can't retract. He is an illegitimate president in my mind. Folks, look, I absolutely agree. And of course, Hillary's criminal scheme to undermine our democracy was cheered on all the way by her servants in the media. Let's just start with this one in all its delicious, humiliating entirety. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign. Well, there's Leslie. no e real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on say. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. No, no, this is 60 Minutes. Leslie Starr, 60 Minutes. What a joke. She's not a journalist. She's an establishment propagandist. They all are. Bogus claims of spying on the president's campaign. Trump's spy claims. Debunked conspiracy theory. People come to QAnon through things like 9-11 trutherism, the Barack Obama birth certificate conspiracy theory, the Trump spygate stuff. And now, today, when their entire narrative collapses and the whole world can see that what they've been saying is literally the opposite of the truth, that it was Hillary who did the hacking, that it was Hillary who did the Russian interference, how do the media cover it? On the Sunday shows today, George Stephanopoulos, ABC, zero minutes. Margaret Brennan, CBS, zero minutes. Jake Tapper, CNN, 
Zero minutes. Poor old Chuck Todd. He was bumped by the Beijing Olympics. NBC got to keep that genocide cash coming in. But how much time do you think he would have spent telling his audience today that everything he's been telling them about Russia and the 2016 election for the last five years was a lie? New York Times, nothing. Washington Post, nothing. Reuters, AP, nothing, nothing, nothing. They are so embarrassed they can't even begin to admit how wrong they were. But honestly, how can we have a functioning democratic republic when the media just buries information that contradicts its ideological narrative? Biden, family corruption. The origins of the pandemic in the Wuhan lab, the Johns Hopkins study showing lockdowns didn't work. And now this. America's establishment is rotten to the core. And that's why we need to keep fighting for the positive populist revolution. Let us know what you think at Steve Hilton X and at Next of FNC and share this message. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News YouTube page and catch our hottest interviews and most compelling analysis. You will not get it anywhere else.